It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Good morning, Alexis. Look at your background. Damn. Morning. Lex is in Colorado in the wilderness in her element, and I'm in my house in Arizona. <laughs> in the air condition. Yeah, it's like 122 outside. It's brutal. But oh, sorry. It's gorgeous. It's here. Oh, yeah. What's the weather? 70 like? degree. It's like 70, probably 75 during the day. It gets a little hotter, but yeah, it's just beautiful. I just get to go hang out in my lake. You know, God, are you ever coming home? Are you ever coming home? I don't think so. It's so pretty out here. Well, so. I have a place that you might want to be instead that you might want to like stay at instead of your Colorado property. Okay. Would you, Alexis, ever go on a vacation and stay inside of a giant potato? <laughs> no. Really? Like even a private Six ton Idaho potato. No, but I almost stayed in a pineapple because there's a cool place in Punta Minta that it's a SpongeBob resort. And I really wanted to stay in the pineapple, but it was $10,000 a night. So oh, yeah, it's a hard well, pass. Well, this pineapple. potato is a lot less expensive. I'm going to show you a picture of the potato really quick. What oh, do you think? Lovely. Oh, that's a hotel room for you. <sighs> it is. Actually, it's kind of like a giant RV. It is. It totally is. <laughs> oh my God. No windows. No windows. Well, you can, Alexis, you can stay inside this giant potato should you desire. This potato hotel is surrounded by 400 acres of farmland. So you really will feel like you're living the authentic Idaho potato experience. And actually the inside of the rental is temperature controlled and it even comes with a fireplace. Inside the potato. Where does it vent? <laughs> Good question. There's a queen bed. There's a mini fridge. There's power outlets and even a record player. Yes, I love it. Pretty cool. And you probably have realized like it's not an actual potato, but that would be kind of cool. It's just a replica of the giant veggie. It has a bathroom. It has a soaking tub so you can lay in the tub. And then there's like a window at the top so you can stargaze in the potato, in the tub. <laughs> and the giant potato only fits two people. But like, I mean, that works. Kind of romantic. Especially if you love oh, potatoes. Yeah. Like I love myself a good baked potato. Yeah, you do love potatoes. You should <laughs> stay there. <laughs> well, thanks to Airbnb, I could stay there. And so could you. And it's only 200 bucks a night. Oh my gosh. We're going to have to take a road trip, Wes. Right? Like <laughs> sign me up. And actually... I'm sure you know this, but you can stay in so many other crazy places with Airbnb. And the potato is just the tip of the iceberg. And actually, the listing for this potato hotel has generated hundreds upon hundreds of earned media placements, all touting the unique properties of this giant spud. And of course, all talking about Airbnb. 
Airbnb. They are brilliant. Didn't they do the Barbie hotel too? They've done so many crazy partnerships and stunts. And that's really what I want to talk to you about. Like, it's so cool how Airbnb relies almost exclusively on PR stunts and these like marketing activations and partnerships as its primary form of marketing. I think it's kind of rare that we see brands like do this as their like ongoing tactic. Like most brands are like, they'll do one stunt as a one-off and that's it. But Airbnb, they do them all the damn time. I feel like every week I see something new, right? Yeah. And some of these stunts get more traction than others, of course. But like smartly, Airbnb is always innovating and they're always looking how they can leverage like big brand partnerships and how they can position these stunts in a way that will get coverage for Airbnb and of course, for the partner brand. And these partnerships are constantly elevating Airbnb's brand equity and exposing the brand to like all new audiences. And so brilliant, I know. And really like besides just being a super effective way to generate like millions of dollars of earned media coverage, this strategy is also like pretty cheap. Like it doesn't cost a lot of money for Airbnb to partner with somebody who's going to leverage the press on their own and then just mention Airbnb. Yeah, because isn't Airbnb, like the potato, Idaho potatoes obviously decked out their own thing and they're just using Airbnb's platform to promote it, right? Airbnb is not paying the money. Yeah, you would think that. In that, well, no, in that case, it's totally different. I'll explain it. But like, yes, that is exactly how a lot of these partnerships work, where a brand comes in, they see now how big the Airbnb platform and like the reach has become, and they want to be a part of it. So they either pay for a partnership or they do something crazy where Airbnb gets a percentage of the rental income. So like Airbnb barely has to work for this press. They just have to say yes. That's all they have to do. So I want to talk about all the crazy things that they have done. And there's a lot. So we'll cover a few of them. But just to start, Airbnb was born in 07 when like two hosts welcomed three guests into their San Francisco home. And since then, Lex, it has grown to 4 million hosts who have welcomed more than 1 billion guests in almost every country across the globe. I was going to say, that's the crazy thing. It's in every country. You can basically find an Airbnb anywhere. Everywhere. And like every day, hosts offer unique stays and one-of-a-kind activities that make it possible for guests to experience the world in like a really authentic, connected, and like affordable way. I mean, Airbnb has really cut hotels, (laughs) their business like dramatically because it's way less expensive in many cases. And cooler. And cooler. Yeah. And like after moving to San Fran in October 07, these roommates and former schoolmates, I'm going to butcher their names, Brian Chesky and Joe Gebbia came up with the idea of putting an air mattress on their living room floor and turning it into like a bed and breakfast of sorts, which gross, like two dudes. I'd be like, hell no, but they were onto something. Kind of like couch surfing. It was, it was early couch surfing. And in February 08, another guy named Nathan Blacharski, a hard last name, but he joined the crew and he became the chief technology officer. He was the third co-founder of this new venture. And they officially named it Air Bed and Breakfast, which of course they shortened to Airbnb. And they put together a website that offered short-term living quarters and breakfast 
for those who were unable to book a hotel like in a really saturated market. Like they first launched it at South by Southwest when like you could not get any hotels, you know? And it took a while, but it took off big time. And like I said, today, Airbnb has roughly 5.6 million active listings in 220 countries. And 60% of its users are millennials. And what's crazy is some people make this their entire business. Like Sachs, he is brilliant. He has four houses now and they each have a theme and people pay big money to stay at these houses. And it's an insane revenue stream for them. I know it's crazy. Well, now let's get back to the potato real quick. So that's where we'll start with Airbnb stunts. Right now, Alexis, Airbnb has a campaign going on called the $10 million OMG fund. Have you heard of it or seen it on social? No. Okay. This time, like by the time this podcast comes out, it will like applications will have just closed. It ends July 22nd, but Currently, Airbnb is on the hunt for the world's craziest spaces, and they are going to help foot the bill for you to build your crazy idea, whether it's like a giant boot, a UFO house, or a giant potato like I showed you. The $10 million OMG fund is seeking ideas from existing and aspiring designers, architects, DIYers, and like Average Joes like you and me, Lex, from around the globe. Oh my gosh, my kids should draw. They always draw their fake house. Yep, and then like this this fund will help finance 100 of the craziest ideas. So giving 100 people each $100,000 to turn their idea into like an actual Airbnb that would fit in this new OMG category that they've created on the site. And this is like the collection of all Airbnb's most unique, craziest homes. So cool, huh? Anyone with a wacky idea can submit an application online. And like I said, 100 people receive 100K each. It seems like- 100K or a million? No, 100K. 100 people will receive 100K. It's a $10 million fund. So it doesn't seem like that much, but I think the concept is you already have an existing space. Maybe like you have an RV or you have like a little shed or like something or like a giant prop potato. And like, you just need to be able to like outfit it. So the 100K is just supposed to like help you get it done or get started. I want to enter. I know. Well, I'm entering for one of our clients. I'll tell you about it later. But ultimately, like you have to make it bookable. That's the end result for you to get reimbursed. And ideas will be judged by an expert panel based on their originality, feasibility, and like the experience the space will provide guests. And like also they're looking for like sustainability ideas, like Are you using eco-friendly materials or, you know, whatever. Isn't that so cool? So awesome. And Wes, we got to get to work. (laughs) So Lex, the reason Airbnb launched this, they say it was created as part of this growing trend of flexible living that has emerged over the past two years where like guests are now craving more creative, wacky, unexpected spaces that like kind of become a destination themselves. Like who cares where you're going? This Airbnb is the destination. But really this is like a freaking smart way for them to launch and announce this new feature on their website called Airbnb categories. And it's like a new way to search for the weirdest rentals. And they just launched Airbnb categories this May. And it features already more than 30,000 unique listings around the world. And like, you know, it's so cool. Like, yeah, you can, an island, a tiny home, an OMG, camping, amazing pool, 
Yep. Like it's crazy. It's so crazy. And like, yes, we need to go somewhere. I know the OMG category showcases the craziest, like, and that's where you'll find the Idaho potato. And that potato, Alexis, was created by a woman named Christy Wolf. She owns it and she's an Airbnb super host. And here's what happened. She like basically heard that the Idaho Potato Commission was going to be retiring a six ton prop potato. And she was like, I will take that potato off your hands. So she did. And she spent $32,000 transforming it into an Airbnb. And now she rents it out for 200 bucks a night and she's killing it in the OMG category. Like she went from making $13 an hour at like whatever basic job she had to now making over 200K in less than three years just from this creative idea. Oh my God, brilliant. Right? And like now she's actually been invited to be a judge for this $10 million OMG contest along with like a few other creative individuals. How cool. I love it. You know, you can stay in a train. Really? Like a moving a cave? Train? Like a cave. I mean, these houses are insane. Oh my god. We're gosh. gonna have to post some of these. I mean, they're incredible. Yeah. You can stay in a giant guitar. Oh my God. I love that. Well, this contest, I'm shocked actually you haven't heard of it. It has gained so much damn press since launching just like basically a few weeks ago. And it officially closes, like I said, July 22nd, or it has closed by now. You really like can't not see it right now. Like it is in every major media outlet, like Forbes, Newsweek, Business Insider, like the list goes on and on. And reports show that this new category on Airbnb's website that just launched in May has already been clicked in just a few weeks, more than 2.5 million times, all due to this press coverage. You know, what's the craziest thing is like, they've also created this whole thing. Like the house is going to dictate where people travel now, because this is like, honestly, when you're looking through it, like I would book a trip just to go to this place. Yeah, I know. That's what I was like. I was like, I want to go to stay in the Idaho potato. Why not? Like how fun. Well, let's dive into a few more of like the partnerships and the stunts that Airbnb has been a part of. They really have built this platform that makes brands of all shapes and sizes want to partner with them because they see how valuable the Airbnb brand is. And that just keeps building the equity for Airbnb, you know? Yeah, I love it. So this one is flipping cool. In 2016, Airbnb had a brand new listing for Van Gogh's bedroom. What? Yep. And so it basically was Van Gogh's 1888 iconic painting, and it was recreated and brought to life in Chicago. And you could actually rent the room for $10, 10 bucks. And it was, yep. The perfect size room for Van Gogh's room, perfect size for two people. And within one week, this story was covered in over a hundred countries. It was everywhere. And through that media coverage, it told the world one important thing. It told the world that Van Gogh's bedroom painting had come to the Art Institute of Chicago. They were the ones who partnered with Airbnb to create this. They wanted to drive attention to the brand new exhibit that was at the museum. So they built this room, partnered with Airbnb. Their agency was Leo Burnett. And they promoted the heck out of this. And again, it was picked up by everyone. And what is so crazy is they spent $31,000 to execute this campaign. They generated 
$6 million in press coverage. And what's even crazier, 200,000 visitors flocked into the Art Institute of Chicago for this exhibit just because of the press. And it actually made it the highest attended exhibit at the museum in 15 years. Oh my God, that's brilliant. The partnership with Airbnb drove all of that traffic to the exhibit. Like what a crazy cool way to drive press and to drive visitors, right? That's insane. Leo Burnett, the agency behind this, also got mentioned in so much press and they won major awards for this campaign. Like how flippin' cool. You got to stay in Van Gogh's bedroom and then it drove all these people to go visit the exhibit. Love it. I love it. Okay. So again, in 2016, Airbnb launched what was originally called Airbnb Trips. And it was instead of just asking people to share their homes, they asked regular people to share their own experience via like publicly offered experiences. And Airbnb, of course, like took a cut of all the experiences, 20% to be exact. So then fast forward two years later, 2018, and they realized Airbnb trips is a stupid name. And they rebranded it to Airbnb experiences, which still exists today. And they did something super fun to promote it. They partnered with Vice Media Group, which they own like Refinery29 and all these like really edgy media outlets. And they're just known for like wacky content. Like they really cover like all the crazy stories, you know, very adult focused content. And so that partnership out of that, they created a contest. They were going to send a hundred people on one of four custom made tours in four places, South Africa, Paris, New York, and Tokyo. And these tours that they were going to send a hundred people on were super unique. Did you ever hear about them? No. Okay. I like bummed. I want to go on some of these things. I'm going to start entering. I'm going to follow Airbnb. Yes. Okay. So one of these tours was an immersive tour of Tokyo's LGBTQ culture. That was the first experience you could go on. The second was to go explore the underground Vogue movement in New York City. What? Yes. I'm going to show you a video. It's really cool. The third was an opportunity to take a sex tour of Paris, like featuring a lot of toys, a lot of interesting things. I actually think that sounds cool. I didn't know. (laughs) Sex tour of Paris. And the fourth one was you could be immersed in the electronic music scene in Cape Town, South Africa. Okay. I'm going to see these. You could win a crazy adventure that was very, very unique. And these are very unique. (laughs) I know. And this partnership was perfect because like I said, vice reporters travel all over the world to find like crazy stories just like this and to like dive in and understand the story behind them. And so it worked really well to partner with Airbnb for this. And so this promotion, Alexis gained, again, insane media attention because it was so weird. They actually then, in 2020, when the pandemic hit, Airbnb launched virtual experiences, which blew up like crazy because everyone was stuck in their homes. And so literally Airbnb came out so quick with, okay, let's bring a unique experience in Paris to someone who's sitting in their apartment in New York City for 30 bucks. And 
you can have revenue during the pandemic. We can have revenue and we can provide entertainment and experience and travel virtually. And like that, again, got a ton of press and attention. They just were so stinking smart. And like finding that partnership with Vice at the time they were launching this just really helped accelerate the message big time, you know? Oh my God, that's insane. So cool. Okay, in 2021, Airbnb partnered with Disney Plus to promote the brand new Home Alone franchise movie. Home Sweet Home Alone. Did you see it? No. Okay, well, apparently it was- probably watched it. Apparently it was really bad. <laughs> it got really bad reviews, but that's besides the point. So what they did, and I guess you probably could guess that, like, do you have any idea how this partnership- worked? No. Okay. They invited guests to book an experience for one day and one day only to stay at the home alone house in the Chicago suburbs. So remember that like actual, the actual house, house. the one that like Kevin McAllister got stuck in, in the original movie that we all loved. And those bad guys tried to get in. Remember all those like fun. Oh my gosh. I love it. So the listing claimed to be posted by Kevin McAllister's big brother, bully, Buzz McAllister. Remember him? He was like the jerk who yes, had the spider. he was the jerk. Yeah. And it invited guests to get in touch with their inner eight-year-old and indulge in all the antics that Kevin did in the movie, like eating junk food, watching rubbish on TV, setting up booby traps, of course, and slapping on aftershave and yelling in the mirror, like, all oh these moments God. you could recreate. And rather than being like a traditional booking, this contest was like just something that one lucky person would win with three friends, just like the Barbie dream home that we covered Barbie, in the yeah. Barbie episode. And you'd be able to stay in the residence just for one night, December 12th for 25 bucks. And the promotion Lex, it was covered by everyone because that headline of like, you can stay in home alone, in the home alone, iconic house. Like, Every media outlet like that you could dream of, New York Times, Rolling Stone, Deadline, like everyone. So who won? I couldn't find it. Like, which is annoying. Like, so cool. I I know. I literally dug for a long time. I want to see like the whole experience, but the press coverage was great. But like I said, unfortunately, the movie was not. (laughs) But Disney Plus got a ton of, you know, plug for it and Airbnb got great coverage. Everyone wins in this case and cool partnership, right? Yeah, I love it. Okay. This one is my favorite. All right. In 2017, Airbnb partnered with Visit Sweden and they listed the entire country of Sweden on Airbnb. What? Did you ever do that? Yeah. No. This one is so rad. So it actually wasn't a booking campaign. It was a branding campaign. So what they did is they promoted this like law or like, I guess it's more like a principle that exists in Sweden. And it's called the freedom to roam. And this gives people the right to freely explore all public spaces across the country. The idea is that people don't need to book accommodations to visit Sweden. They can just grab a tent and freely access any of the publicly owned lands. Like you have a right in Sweden to sleep, eat, walk, explore, as long as it's public land, anywhere you want, anytime you want. Oh my God. How crazy is that? So Visit Sweden was like more interested in getting travelers to perceive the country as a place of like rich natural landscapes, 
more than they were in increasing like the number of Airbnb bookings in the country. They specifically wanted to attract more U.S. visitors. Check out this video, Lex. I got to show this to you. Hi, my name is Åke and this is my home. Roughly 100 million acres of land that is all mine. Well, I share it with 10 million other people, but I'm speaking on their behalf, so to speak. Welcome to the relaxation area. It's very spacious, to say the least. And check this out. 100,000 tempered infinity pools. This is my terrace. Custom design with panoramic floor-to-ceiling views in every direction. You see, in Sweden, we have this thing called freedom to roam. It's a right protected by the law that allows me to sleep and eat and walk pretty much wherever I want. Now you can too, because we listed the entire country on Airbnb. That is so cool. I know. And so the listing read, it's a home with all the necessities and amenities that any great home should have. It's a place where you can eat berries from the ground, sleep under the stars, swim in lakes, and roam freely. And the listing suggests specific locations for visitors to explore, but doesn't actually allow you to book any of these spaces because they're public. Like, you can go anytime. And it says the country is available 365 days a year, accommodates everyone, has unlimited beds, and a check-in of whenever. That is so cool. Isn't it? And like, basically how it worked is this listing, like I said, was for the entire country and they promoted the heck out of it. Again, covered by everyone. Like, I mean, Airbnb is in the press all the time, but this one especially got like international coverage like crazy. And so that drove traffic to the listing for the country of Sweden. And then people could check out any of the 13,000 Airbnbs that already existed in the country of Sweden. So they like were able to book a place to stay, which even though that wasn't Visit Sweden's goal, that was Airbnb's goal. You know, like let's get bookings. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with like airlines, you know? Oh, yeah. Because I know it's it's all just homes, but, you know, sometimes some of these places like I was looking at are so remote. Like, how do you get there? Yeah. You know? That's interesting. Maybe they're working on it or maybe they have and we haven't heard about it yet. But so... This is crazy, Alexis. They developed a microsite just for this campaign. And of course, like a huge social media push. And the results will blow your mind. (laughs) How many people actually went? Okay, so the campaign more than doubled the searches about Airbnb in Sweden. So like searching for Airbnbs in Sweden, those searches more than doubled. And if we compare year over year, if we look at May 2017, when this campaign launched to September 2017, so like a season... And then we compare it to the same months in 2016, searches increased by 146% for Sweden. Oh my God. And then this is even crazier. So in 2019, a study was done about the economic impact of Airbnb on Sweden the year prior. So in 2018, this study was done for 2018. And get these numbers. (laughs) Travel on Airbnb in Sweden generated an estimated direct economic impact of more than $380 million in 2018 alone. (laughs) That's just over $1 million per day that year. $1 million per day? Of economic impact. 
And so that was made up of $296 million of guest spending and $86 million of host earnings in one year. And like that a lot of so that cool. is attributed to that campaign because that occurred in 2017. So they measured this impact a year later. How crazy is that? That is insane. I mean, you watch that video. It's like, I want to go to Sweden. When can I, know, I go? I know. And Sign me up. Clearly, like this was great for Airbnb too. I mean, we're talking about the impact for Sweden, but this coverage for Airbnb was off the charts. And it also, Airbnb had a goal at the time of like trying to be more than just a booking site. Like they wanted to play more in experiences, like we said. So all this press coverage helps them get more into that space, like be more of a, a place that you would go to find a unique experience versus just a house to rent or a room to rent. Bananas. And there are so many others. Like Airbnb is, in my opinion, the ideal example of how a brand can utilize partnerships and PR stunts to drive insane awareness and revenue, really. And what's even crazier, in 2020, in the midst of a global pandemic when no one was traveling and you would expect a brand like Airbnb to die, Airbnb had a valuation of $86.5 billion and it went public and it sold at $146 per share on opening day. Like that's just 12 years after it was started by a couple dudes in a San Francisco apartment. Brilliant. They have so much fun. That's the cool thing. Like these aren't like stale campaigns. They're goofy and out of the box. And I love it. They're just like outrageous. The part I can't get over is like, they don't have to do a lot of work for these. Like it's the other brands. It's the other people. Like, yeah, they have some contests like the OMG fund that's led by them. But like these other things, these brands are coming to them saying, can we just pay you to partner and like, we'll do all the work and you'll benefit? Like, what a flipping dream. Brilliant. I know they probably make, I wonder if they have like a whole section of, you know, they probably review these. I mean, people are probably submitting to partner with them daily. All right? the time. Brands all the time. I mean, in like for this Sweden one, Airbnb wasn't making money off of the brand campaign because you couldn't book the country. But I guarantee that Airbnb charged a pretty hefty like partnership fee. And they made money on the additional bookings through Airbnbs at the country of Sweden too. Like, so like they just win on all ends. And I mean, on all fronts. So amazing. So I love the strategy. Like, what do you think, Lex? Will it stick? I think it's going to stick and just keep getting better. I love Airbnb. I know. I actually tend to go to VRBO first to search, but I'm going to start going to Airbnb more because like this opened my eyes to all the cool creative stuff they do, you know? Yes. I'm an Airbnb number one. Oh, Okay. Well, let me just thank a few of my sources. I sourced a ton of great articles. A few that I loved, the Business Insider piece on Sweden lists entire country on Airbnb was really good. The Airbnb website has basically every single stunt and campaign they do. They have a whole news section. Um, they also do a lot of studies on like the economic impact of their company on the nation or the world every year. So you can find all that gift.com in 2017 did a great article about Airbnb's latest role for the country of Sweden. And then a website called marqueex.com had a really, really good article about the marketing strategy of Airbnb. And then 
on LinkedIn, actually, there was a really good Pulse article that was all about the Van Gogh stunt and how that won all these awards and helped that museum in Chicago just drive a ton of new traffic. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening and please go follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it, and message us on Instagram. What do you want to hear? What do you want us to cover? And have an awesome day. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.